the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, broadcasting live from the porch here at the beautiful Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And the clouds are cooperating and keeping the sun uh, behind them. And we and have some more wind. Well, I said we had some wind, but the flags are not moving. No, the flags aren't moving. That motorcycle is. He's, he's getting to you, huh? I'm going to get him one. I don't know if it's a him or her. (laughs) But um, he's a crazy. It's a crazy. They are crazy. Yes. Uh, So anyway, uh, we uh, encourage you to come on out and uh, enjoy the weather and enjoy the day and uh, and um, just uh, visit with the folks here at Millburgers. I was trying to see if he had a Saints hat on. I think he does. (laughs) All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. But the good news is... What is the good news? I was concerned when I pulled up out front that the the pots, the line of pots that used to go all the way into the parking lot, they were stacked there, were... Talking about the gray ones? Yeah. Oh, okay. Graphite. Graphite, sorry. We're down to, uh, I guess, a... Four, fourth of what they used to be, uh, pretty close to in that. The, in that in that line. So I rushed up here. <laughs> Even the officer there got guarding the, the traffic in. <laughs> she saw, looked at it. She was looking at them, and then she ran over and called somebody. No. telephone. <laughs> and so she came back. I'm going to get some of these. I said, okay, <laughs> that's a good deal. That's yeah, a good deal. They're ten inch. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> and they are clay, but they are a graphite color. Yeah, and they are dirt cheap. In fact, I, I mentioned earlier they're cheaper than a plastic pot. Oh, would be. Yeah, they're two eighty eight or uh, four for ten, or five for twelve fifty, or how much is six, Jerry? Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on, Trace? Well, it's a, it's a wonderful day. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Boy Scouts are here. Yes. Jerry's helping them out. He's bought two of the caramel corns. And, and, then, and of course, then, he offered it to me, and uh, it's on my, not on my diet list. Yeah. My wife would get really mad at me. Well, she she wouldn't know, Trace. I wouldn't tell her, probably. Well, but I, you, you notice, I Trace, feel bad. That he, the only people he offers it to are the ones he knows. <laughs> I'm saying no, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was pretty sure that was. Uh, yeah. 
Well, I, I shouldn't have bought it because, you know, I'm diabetic. And uh, and they asked me, he, the little boy asked me what kind I liked. And I said, caramel color. And he immediately rushed over and got me these two little packets and uh, the $10 a piece. So uh, that I, I, I shouldn't have bought it. But your grandson may enjoy them. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy him, too. <laughs> you know, right, right, going, with that, right with that chicken. Yeah, exactly, with the caged chicken and the caramel corn. There you go. You know, if you share those with Calvin, you won't have to worry about those. Uh, nor, 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 normally, normally, normally you eat corn me, on the I'm cob with, uh, with chicken, but he's going to have caramel oh, okay. corn with his chicken. I, it's, uh, it's allowed on my diet, but I Is happen it? to have a uh, uh, toothache. Uh-oh. So I'm not going to deal with no, you don't caramel corn. Stuff that popcorn in there. Uh-huh. That's what most dentists will do anyway. That yeah. Just takes it. Yeah. So, but if you want to go the old-fashioned way and <laughs> get it looked at by a professional, whatever. All right. Well, I'm kind of a professional. That, yeah, you're a doctor. There you go. The you doctor gotta... says it's okay. <laughs> but you're a doctor, and you said it's not okay. This is very confusing. <laughs> well, Trace, what's uh, besides being a beautiful day? Uh, anything exciting coming in, theoretically? Um, well, have you gotten uh, your facts and all that good stuff? No. Okay. Uh, we are going to have some uh, new items in the ad. Oh, good. So uh, look forward to that this coming week. And then we um, well, we'll be and we'll be getting more winter vegetables. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. Don't know yet till tomorrow. <laughs> or you, they were on the to order list, but uh, you don't know whether it be delivered or not. Their facts did not come through. So oh, geez. I don't know what's available. <laughs> oh well. Uh, well, we went through yesterday. Uh, we discussed the um, how to use the Roundup because a lot of gardeners mm-hmm. are in the same situation that I was in. The Bermuda grasses uh, took over your uh, the, the garden uh, during this uh, period of uh, bad weather. Yeah. And uh, but that you got the rain, <laughs> that, and then you applied the Roundup, and within a couple of days you could see the yeah, turn results, and it it quickly uh, becomes a workable garden again. Yeah. You know that. Uh, that situation uh, probably eliminated more classroom gardens than uh, it is ever ever talked about. Because see, they're out for summer. Uh, school's out oh. for summer, and so they, they and nobody watering, and uh, teachers abandoned it. They can get abandoned every year. So they start over again in the fall with cool weather stuff. Yeah. In the well, spring, they're, they plant warm weather stuff. Yeah, but, this was years ago when we first started that program, but we we uh, really emphasized the, uh, using southern peas to fill that. Yeah. Which, but they have to water those. Well, yeah, well, what, well, you, my, what you tried to do is enlist the, the janitor. Oh, okay. That's and not going to happen. So when my daughter was young, <laughs> we would walk to the school that was by our house, and you know, a week or two after school, that's out. The plants were still alive. Yeah. And uh, we would harvest tomatoes. Uh, oh, and all kind of okay. Stuff. Oh. <laughs> all right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight 
866-308-8867 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Yes, sir, what? I've got a... <laughs> Uh-oh, what do you got? You know, I take uh, Neil Sperry's... I'm, I'm loud to myself. Oh, you are? <laughs> the, uh, I, I take Neil Sperry's uh, uh, new, weekly newsletter get a lot of good hits at it. and he's taking he's uh taking some of his pet questions and putting them on the on his with his uh newsletter mm-hmm. and it don't well he got one question in and it, it brought me back to reality sometimes we give people more credit than they actually can t- handle and uh of course, back do, do we ever do that for me? Uh, I, I, I don't know where he's going with this. Back, back in my prime, yeah. I was I was kind of ugly to people that came up with stupid questions. Really? But I'm over it now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this question to Cap Milton. Okay. This is a tough one. Oh. And uh, don't tell him the answer, Calvin. Okay. Neil got a question. I might not know it. Because <laughs> it, it, no, it doesn't I, matter. I, I, got a, I got a feeling you know this. Uh, question number one. Where can I buy turnip green seeds? And what is the difference between turnip greens and turnips? Well, the turnip the, is the actual yeah. vegetable. The green is... What comes up, right? There you go. Through the soil. And Thank you, Milton. Well, that, it's, it's really distinctive, too, because they have, <laughs> they have some varieties that, that they use specifically for greens. Yeah. Oh, and then, really? And then other varieties that, just like you said, that work well for both. Yeah. And you can buy turnip greens, can't you? Oh, gosh, yeah. Store, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can tell I don't spend much time in the produce <laughs> section. Yeah. Sad. But anyway... Uh, Neil, how did answers Neil real nice. Oh, how, just okay, I want to give you the translation. Jerry would have been. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Fool. <laughs> right. <laughs> the answer is uh, you'll have no trouble finding turnip green turnip seeds either at the local independent retail stores, especially farm stores, also online. And he lists about uh, 15 or 20 sources oh, wow. for turnip green. A lot of people sell, a lot of places sell turnip. As for the difference in turnip green, that turnip greens are just the leaves and stems, while turnips are the roots of the same plants. Okay. That's a nice answer. They're the root? Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the the bulbs, yeah. Yeah, the, the tuber, which, the... Yeah, yeah, that's a better word, tuber. Okay, thank you. you <laughs> should I correct, should I call Neil and tell him, you know, what you should have said? <laughs> For those who aren't familiar, with, uh, familiar, turnip greens bring a lot to the table, literally, as outlined in the piece, and he quoted a, a piece in the Medical News Today, written and reviewed by professional nutritionists. And I went to that site, and I, I got the print out of that. This is the nutritional value of turnip greens. Turnip greens. The turnips. Oh. Turnip greens. I hear there's a difference, though. 
<laughs> little bit. Yeah. Well, they'll mix. They'll mix both of them. Um, okay. Some some recipes they'll mix them. That that uh, when you talk about that, it brings to mind. There's recipes where you uh, mix uh, turnip greens with uh, all kinds of uh, vegetables and even meats. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. There's some wonderful dishes. That goes back to your ham and. Yeah. That's so, good. what what is the nutritional value of turnips? I've got that as it's too too long to start. Too if I start, I'm going to need half the program to go oh, through okay. all the. So what are you going? And do? I've also got one for collards. Okay. Can you, you, you compare them, or no, no, or is it that too? You're just going to gonna tease people with this yeah, information. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to be in the mood. For Neil me. would tell us. <laughs> that would be that 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 is kind of interesting because of the. The taste is kind of different. For yeah, sure. big time different. Yeah, but and, uh, <laughs> and then there, then there's the kale. So you got you got lots of taste choices there. Oh, when I think of turnip greens, I always think of that song "Poke Salad Annie." Yeah, that's, that's a, Al's favorite song. Is it? Yeah, his favorite part is a chomp chomp. Uh, <laughs> that's a heck of a song. That's an old song yeah. too, isn't it? But anyway. Gator got your granny. <laughs> Do what? The gator got your granny. Uh oh. That's, that that's in the song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chomp, chomp. <laughs> uh, Neil's got another question. I, he almost has. He has one every week about this subject. Uh, says, uh, "What has happened to my Burford Holly? I've had this Burford Holly for thirty-nine years." I noticed this year that it's looking so bad. Can it be saved? I have seen others around the area doing the same thing. And this is from Carolyn in Flower Mound. Okay. <laughs> you know what's wrong with the holly, Milton? No. Water? Yeah, you do. Yeah, water. Okay. Well, there's just a huge, huge uh, list of folks. And yeah. not not just Burford holly, but all all the hollies and the viburnums, yeah. and, and uh, some and of the uh, some of the other um, shrubs and have shown that same symptom. The thing with, problem with holly is uh, they don't wilt uh, like other plants do oh, when so. they need water. They just the first first signs of at least on my hollies were. Uh, they look like they had a disease. They're showing symptoms of a disease. And that's what people always uh, kind of draw the conclusion because they, oh, it looks they usually the, sim- the symptom shows up like after this rain. Yeah, right. And so they they don't relate it to the water yeah. that they've, that's been, they've, the plant has put up with for four months, <laughs> five months. The symptom shows up after the rain? Yeah, the, yeah that, that's the point. The symptom is related to the long-term conditions, right? Not to the rain it got two days ago. Oh, but they so they won't the, so it won't react quickly, respond quickly okay. to any kind of new rain or yeah. new watering. Huh. And that's why I bet I, that does confuse people. <laughs> that's why I put in the article on PlantAnswers.com, the most recent article under the topics of the month that 
if you haven't watered in the last two months, say, you better get some some soaking done ah. pretty quick. Well, with a wraparound. Yeah, I was going to say, would the tree hugger be good for that? Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons you, Jerry and I too, when we, when they describe plants that are in this condition, it's it's common to ask: Is there any part of the plant that looks kind of uh, vigorous? Where's yeah. Yeah. So that quite often will indicate you got some life in there and it may recover but <laughs> and if you're not familiar with the tree hugger sprinkler i am i know you are <laughs> no calvin is but yeah it's a plastic hard plastic sprinkler that opens up wraps around the uh, and the the trunk and i guess in a holly yeah it would just wrap oh, around yeah. and then you just probably turn it on just a little bit to do the root ball and then would you move it from if you have a row of hollies move it from holly to holly yeah okay but you be but you're patient though you know you yeah. gotta, you gotta soak it slow yeah so you turn it just a little bit I got so, I got pictures of how slow to operate yeah and uh, <laughs> it's it's interesting I I bar- uh, I barely turn the water faucet on right and uh, have to let the hose fill up I have to be careful about that but. Uh, <laughs> Then uh, when the when the squirt out of out of the yeah. orifices or a little opening the holes the yeah they are keep it simple it's the orifice mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the um, you let the let the uh, stream water stream be between four and six inches high okay that's all all you do and uh, and then you get you put a timer on it. I, uh, I I got pictures of all this on uh, yeah. com, and you put a timer on it, and you never have to turn the hose off or adjust it. Yeah, all you got to do is just flick on the timer, and uh, it it helps people like me not forget to turn the thing off. But even if you do forget to turn it off. Uh, it's not going to use a lot of water. Yeah, it's and very that's, slow. Yeah. Dri- it's a drip almost. Yeah. Well, and the water is is used constructively. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and very it efficiently. It's not running off or it's not yeah. being wasted. And so, uh, by the way, there are three sizes of the tree hugger sprinkler: the seven, eleven, and fifteen inch. So, uh, uh, and that's when you use it between seven and eleven. Uh, that's right, between uh. seven and eleven inch sprinklers, <laughs> and uh, you'll find it here at Mill Burgers, and you'll find it at other. Uh, there, there it goes. That's it's opening up. Can you, that's, what no, that's what it sounds bad. like. Now mine's kind of rusty. This, this, that's, <laughs> that sounds like the. Uh, this is a plastic. The cellar, the root cellar, where the turn, yeah. turnips are. It's down a plastic. There. It's very quiet. <laughs> Unlike uh, that, but yeah, you'll find it here at Mill Burgers and H E B. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's take a quick break. Can we take a break? Or are you through? Yeah. Well, I'll come back and get this. Okay. More on what are you going to on the watering hollies? Yeah. Well, right after this on Mill Burgers Gardening South Texas on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Burgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. 
The Answer, Milton Wick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace will join us again real soon, but not before I tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If it's bugging you, if it's making your life miserable, if you're uh, running around the house and there's little bugs and critters running around with you, well, you need to call Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control because since 1976, Spider-Man has been your web of protection, helping homeowners, studying, learning, looking at the problem holistically and helping people. And the funny thing is, if you go read some of the Google reviews, even though Google wasn't around in 1976, uh, these people will tell you that they've been, you know, customers for 20 years, 30 years. Uh, They love working with Warren Remy and Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. You can have them too, 210-656-3721. That's 210-656-3721. 3721 or online where you can see those reviews, see about the Care mosquito trapping system, all their services, all their specials, and that website, GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com. And remember, he's got the good stuff. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. He's got all the stuff. All right. Okay. All right. So you were talking about when last yeah. we left, you were talking about hollies <laughs> that needed water. Yeah, the Burford hollies. And, Burford. And I don't know. I've seen it more on Burford than I have uh, dwarf yopon. You know, the yopon leaves are so small, maybe they are more drought resistant. But the Burford hollies leaves are big. Uh, the answer to this deal. Their dwarf Burford holly for 39 years. The interesting thing about that is that's a well-established Burford holly. 39 years. It's got it's got its root system way out. But this year, because it was so dry for so long, I, I think even the roots that are out away from the original plant have suffered. Haven't been able to get into that. Look at this. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I think the tree perked up a little bit. <laughs> said uh, Neil Answer said, Your dwarf, Burford Holly, got too dry. And he doesn't say, Haven't you been reading my stuff for the last two months, three months? Uh, hollies don't wilt, so they can pass the point of no return before anyone notices. Now, that's an interesting uh, comment. But, but also, you, you did bring up something else that, that we haven't emphasized. You know, you talked about that 39-year. We've, we've uh, mostly said that uh, uh, the hollies that are two and three years old are the ones that are sensitive, but they, this is indicating yeah. that. That uh, all holidays, all hollies might be in that yeah. boat. Uh, if if you <laughs> if you have been reading e gardens for a while, you may have seen a photo I had on the May, uh, tw- July twenty eighth. It, it was of a it was of a convenience store in Frisco that had let its entire mature landscape die out entirely. Mm. Just one or two strategically timed watering could have prevented uh, the loss. They were running to the thousands of dollars. 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's, I've, for those of you who haven't watered uh, with these uh, slow soaker devices, which I outline on plantanswers.com, um, the, uh, it may be too late for you. Well, you might as well yeah, not, you, not assume it's too late. And, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Because <laughs> it'll, it'll, the damage will show up, like I was said, a little bit later. Yeah. But it's, it's worth a shot to uh, put one of these slow-soaking devices around the hollies. Well, that's that's disappointing too, because as we keep men- mentioning the the way we all set up our water restrictions, mm-hmm. it it's in a in a manner that allows us to protect our our plants. Yeah, uh, not doesn't always have them look the best, but they're they uh, the rule, rules are flexible enough that. It, that if you take advantage of the flexibility you have, yeah. you should be able to keep everything alive. Oh, yeah. But if you've been one of those people that's been, I've been missing the, missing the rain. It goes all the way, all around me. Yeah, it does. It does. Irritating. <laughs> but, but it hasn't rained go- on, on me for three months. Uh, yeah. You, you can wait, but your plants cannot yeah. wait. So didn't he say he didn't have his windows down when the last rain came a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I had put put it up. Oh, maybe it's, it needs to be when up. I got, when I went home, I took, put them up because there was some sort of big clouds in the sky, and so I put put the windows up. No, good thing get, I did. Did you get a little rain last night? Uh, yeah, I saw the clouds. Enough. I, did you I get got, some? I got a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, enough to wet the patio. Yeah, the trace. Trace. That's, yeah. how, that's not, not him, but makes it convenient for <laughs> Trace to remember his name. I was looking around, wondering. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> and did you get any rain here? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, it may have been after hours. Yeah, because you, Millburgers gets rain. It's amazing. <laughs> you can look out in the clouds. If it's uh, from our building, I can sort of see where the nursery is. And yeah, those clouds just kind of, kind of come over here. And just sit here for a few minutes, resting, and then they sometimes don't go any further. Yeah. Just it's irritating. <laughs> they get to 1604, and they stop. <laughs> or they go around 1604. They take the loop. Here's a question for Trace. All right, Trace, here you go. I said, uh, huh. it's from zip code 75061. Where is that? I'm going to find out. Seven, mm-hmm. whoops. 75061. From Pat, and the subject is nitrogen. That in Dr. Cotner, Sam Cotner's uh, vegetable book, he will often recommend two to three pounds of 2100 per hundred square feet. Yes, sir. Do you know if he meant actual uh, nitrogen or did it come or as it comes out the bag? Okay, this is an I think 705. 705- 75061? Yeah. That's uh, Irving. Which is up toward Dallas. Dallas. Up toward Dallas, okay. But uh, anyway, Dr. Cotner was a good friend of mine. Uh, they used to be the vegetable specialist for San Antonio. 
and he said he said it only took me five years to undo all the good he did when he was here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, he, he that was an old recommendation many many moons ago, where we would recommend uh, two to three pounds of twenty one zero zero. That's ammonium sulfate per hundred square feet. And after doing that <laughs> for a few years, I realized people were killing their plants with 2100, which is ammonium sulfate, because that is pure nitrogen, mm. and it's readily dissolvable. In other words, you put it on, and well, <laughs> if you put it close to the plant... You can burn some stuff up. Oh, yeah, oh, big wow. time. So we'd get a lot of calls. Hey, <laughs> I used that 2100 you recommended, and it killed my plants. Well, uh, now we can. So, so you notice the trend, Milton? It's, now it's Osmocote. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, which he you was cannot burned, burn a plant with. He was burned once, so to speak. Well, we even we talk about uh, in like the new vegetable garden. As much as t- ten cups, which is basically ten pounds of yeah. slow-release lawn, yeah, for for like for hundred square feet. That's so that, about right. That's about you know that's at least double the the amount that total amount of fertilizer. Yeah. But the, it's a much less potent, the more useful form. Yeah, it's slow release over a period of three months, and. Uh, that at the, at the time Dr. Cotton wrote his vegetable book, that wasn't on the market, and uh, so uh, we are now. I don't even. Do you sell ammonium sulfate? Sure. Okay. I used to have it in different size bags. Four and four and forty or four and fifty. I can't remember which. Well, yeah. Neil still loves it, doesn't he? I it has purposes. I don't think yeah. so. But, yeah, he, uh, he, he talks, he talks about your nitrogen sources. Yeah. So wonderful for a compost pile. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful for onions. Yeah. Really? <laughs> well, you got to have top growth to get the yeah. onion bigger. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if you can burn an onion with twenty one zero zero or not. I, I bet I, you. I bet you. <laughs> we. I just. We decided to. Error on the side of uh, safety, especially after you get about fifty calls from people that have <laughs> k- killed the tomato plants yeah. by putting that twenty-one zero zero right at the base of the yeah. plant. All you have to do well, is that's the best place to put it. Yeah, it's, but all you have not to a do lot is of it. <laughs> shake the bag towards the tomato plants and it burns them. So we took the safer, safer route. Uh, using the slow release uh, nineteen five nine. Yeah, that sure makes. I mean, the sure slow makes, release makes it easier and makes it easier and justice. And it's on effective. sale, right? It is, and that's a great one for all these cool weather crops too. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, this is probably the last time it's going to be on sale. So Uh-oh. until next year. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's on sale. I'm looking for the amount. I'll, I'll find it. You keep talking. Uh, I got it right oh, here. Oh, you man. got it? I know okay. I got it. Okay. Forty-four eighty-eight. I think. Yeah, it is. Shh. I don't want to tell him. In the 40-pound bag, it's forty-four eighty-eight. Do you know? Have you found it yet? 
40 pound bag, 700, 760 square feet regularly. No, 7,600. 7,600. 7,600. Oh, okay. What did I say? 700. <laughs> you were really putting it out there. <laughs> it's on sale for 4488. Okay. And if you've seen the price of fertilizer nowadays, this, yeah. that's pretty, pretty yeah. cheap. <laughs> but uh, us, us old-timers remember when it used to be cheaper than that. Oh, definitely. Well, two, I, year, two years ago it used to be cheaper than yeah. that. <laughs> but anyway, this is this is the best choice. And, and the nice deal, de- nice deal about it, it's 50% slow-release nitrogen, whereas... Um, Ammonium sulfate is 100% immediately if you water it in. And that's what does the burning. Uh, with four, this has, the fertilizer has 4% iron and 12% sulfur. Uh, so, like I said, that, did it say, a, it doesn't say how long it releases, but, uh, I th- I'm thinking everybody agrees with three months. Well, that would be a safe bet, but it depends on temperature. Yeah. And yeah. it depends on rainfall, Moisture. watering practices. Yeah. But uh, even with lots of watering practices, uh, heavy watering prices, you still got a three-month release. Of some of the, probably an average is that. Yeah, sulfur-coated urea. Now we're going to be getting questions about winterizer soon. Yeah, and we uh, have it. Yeah. Oh, you already have it. It's here. Okay. Uh, but the need when you think it releases over a three-month period, uh, the how long does it take an onion to grow and mature? Oh, yeah, we, we were talking about that, the number of days. Three to four months. Okay. And so uh, slow-release fertilizer is the way to go. And also prevents people from making mistakes. Because we tell people how much, like Calvin talking about, his cups per 100 square feet. But a lot of people, I'd say most people, when they put out fertilizer, they want to see it white. They want to see the white. If, if a little bit's well. good, a lot is better. That's the mentality. <laughs> and they yeah. really want to grow big tomatoes. There's the, oh, your Snapdragon? One of the first Snapdragons. Well, it's not. No, it's not well, no, I sold there. you some Snapdragons. But they're so beautiful. You, you got the last of the rockets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the, uh, the uh, you know, it. Well, the only the, reason I took all the, the balance of the rockets is that I thought, uh, Trace was worried that nobody would buy them. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he was. He was uh, obviously more complaining. Well, you bought the last six pack out of like eight flats. Uh, <laughs> whoa! But anyway, uh, that's slower. If you're one of those, wait to see it white to yeah. quit fertilizing. Uh, you can get away with that with the uh, because it's fifty percent immediate release. And 50% slow release over a period of time. So, uh, yeah, it's, an, it's a, a nice product to, to use. I, I find it, you know, and I don't, this is kind of anecdotal, but I, I find you can kind of roll the top up and put it in your 
in your shed. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you have to, you don't have any use for it until the next growing season. Seems to seems to function very well and store, yeah, if, if store you, very easily. Yeah, if you store it with a, a staple atop, or a, so you can one of those uh, clips. Yeah, if you can prevent moisture from getting in there. And I, I, the, the, I remember the old fertilizers, uh, big chunks. Yeah, but uh, the, the, for some reason, the, this <laughs> slow release formula. Doesn't seem to be inclined towards the future. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We need to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Calvin's absolutely right. The uh, saws water stages, stage two is what we're in now. All the um, were designed to help you keep your plants uh, alive, looking good, keep your yard and lawn looking looking good, and maybe not perfect, but designed to keep it alive. And uh, we want to—they they, want to remind you, the San Antonio Water System does that we are in stage two, and fines are being given out. So, what about uh, plaques? What's that? What about plaques? We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> but if you want to avoid all that, but still achieve that goal of uh, taking care of your yard, uh, remember to follow the rules. You'll find the rules at saws.org forward slash stage two. You can water between seven and 11, on your designated day, uh, zero to one, zero or one. If your address ends in zero or one on Monday, two or three on Tuesday. Four or five on Wednesday, six or seven on Thursday, eight or nine on Friday. Well, what's Tuesday? Tuesday's two or three. Yeah. <laughs> Go why, ahead, quiz why, me. That's why my wife tells me that she's watering on Monday. Because you're a zero or one? Yes. Okay, so there you go. And she's watering between 7 to 11 a.m. or and or 7 to 11 p.m. Uh, so she, there you yes, go. She, yeah. She's doing the evening, but it's mostly potted plants. Oh, okay. So, so she's watering by hand? Yes. Okay. So she can really do it anytime she yeah, wants. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. So you can find all those rules at saws.org forward slash stage two. I'll tell you more rules coming up in just Indeed, a second. We mention this quite often, but all of these rules were put together yeah. by committees made up of uh, us, all of us gardeners yep. and citizens. So. Well, and what, what impresses me, too, is that saws really was ahead of its time. In terms of conservation, I wonder who was running it then. I can't remember. That conservation department. Do you remember? That little girl. I, obviously, was somebody really brilliant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you sound like Mark now. Uh, but yes, and so, and it has become for cities that are having water issues, uh, it has become an example to follow uh, and to copy. So, well, it's, it was, nice job. Well, Jerry and I bring this up all the time. This the amazing thing is when you've got the. The landscape industry and the gardening volunteers, yeah. the elected officials, all of them working towards this common goal. They all realize that nobody 
benefits if all we do is spend the time fighting. Instead, we yeah, we come up with the solutions and then follow the solutions. Yep, and it seems to work. Then you don't want to get a ticket. You don't Jerry get, does. He wants one you don't of those get a free, citations. You don't get I a, want a citation. Oh, well, you know what to do. I'm going to put it on the wall. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to frame it. <laughs> well, back in the old days, it would have been easy for him to get one of those. Uh-oh. I remember a few meetings when he was. Oh, dear. <laughs> he, right. he, he was he liked citations back then, too. So. No, but, the, but the real citations, not the in honor of uh, anyone. Anyway. All right. 210. <laughs> 308-8867-210-308-8867. Give us a call or come by and visit with us. Sun's come out now, and so it's a little Uh-oh. brighter. What's that? You like that when, when the sun comes out? Yeah, it's it's bright and cheerful. There, There's a wind coming from the north, I guess. Yeah, the flag's, the flag's trying, up. yeah. So, and, um, yeah. When do, and we know when the maze opens. I saw it yesterday. I... I kind of like the. Uh, I know it's not. Uh, you know, it's it's an adjustment, but uh, I like it. With Good. All, oh, I don't know if Trace can hear us or not. No. He's, oh, okay. He's not, I'm not he's listening, but I can that's hear. okay. <laughs> so yeah, the maze will open soon. You can go to MillburgerNursery.com to find out about that. Uh, David is back on October first. There's also going to be uh, mammograms being done. We've done that before. There's a blood drive coming Does up. Does that have to do with David? No. Oh, they're not going to do a mammogram on David? They are not. Okay. I don't know. I guess David, if he wants one, we'll leave it up to David. That's that's far enough, guys. Uh, (laughs) I agree. All right. Plants, plants. 210-308-8867. Okay. What else is going on? Okay. I got a... Those plumbagos are are knockout... And and we got the, oh the white ones yeah we got the white ones here that are just unbelievable. Trace, of course, these are great examples, and they look as good as as good as the blue ones. But yeah, um, they probably do not bloom over a steady longest period as the blue, we have. Yeah, blue our ones, our but. white doesn't. It's and it's sparser. Uh, the blue. Plumbago outdoes it, but it's still pretty when it's yeah, going. Oh yeah, gosh, yeah, it's striking. I'm, I'm listening to you do the commercials about that. Uh oh, I've asked you not to do that. <laughs> I've decided that you love blue plumbago. I do love blue plumbago. <laughs> I'm very happy with Myers. Uh, it is a tough, forgiving plant because we do not treat yeah. it well, <laughs> and the cat gets in it, and he loves it, and the dog. Tries to, you know, the okay. We got. I don't know if you can picture this. We've got a sidewalk, blue plumbago. This is all going into the yard. Yeah. So there's, you know, sidewalk, blue plumbago, another sidewalk. We throw the ball. What does the dog do? Does it run on the sidewalk? No. It jumps over the blue plumbago. <laughs> does the dog always make it over the blue plumbago? Oh. No. But the blue plumbago does not seem to care. No. So what you're telling me is the dog's running around with this. He's cleaning the plumbago of the spent blooms. Uh. Yes. Yeah, because you will see him on yeah, his fur, gotta, on, the, on her fur. Him out. Yeah. Well, you, you know what that means, Trace, is that just a... He's um, trained his dog well. Yeah, and, Mil- and Milton is just supporting your blue plumbago. Yes. Uh. All that activity... He, must buy at least two or three yeah. a year. You know, I bet he could rent out that dog. 
Uh. <laughs> or you might buy, you might rent it and we'll bring and we'll, lend it to well, people. We'll bring B over here and let her run a while. Yeah, I, I couldn't use him because if he jumped mine, he'd run into the wall of the house. Ah, <laughs> no. she, she'd figure that out once. We hope. But yeah, what else? Uh, we need okay. to, we need to have a Milton's favorite plant sale, which Blue Plumbago is oh, one. Lantana yeah. is a good one. Uh, uh, did you did you bring in some more uh, 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 red no, quarter weed? It just keeps on blooming. Oh wow! Uh, it looks like you've they've gotten thicker and maybe more blooms. Well, they keep growing and they keep blooming. Well, and they, if you these are in the number ones, if yeah. you put them in the, in the number threes. That's really a nice size that you yeah. that, that you get. And and the, and the um, that red color is spectacular. I don't see any more of the purple in there. But uh, yeah. there was two this morning. Oh yeah, they're there. Up up front. <laughs> but uh, gosh, those are those are nice in terms of the uh, pollinators too. They're there's one of the favorite um, plants. Yeah, I see uh, one or two of them that have uh, the bloom at the very top of the spike which I mean means I guess they're going to send up another spike and start that blooming again well you don't you, you try to if you study them and you try to figure out what's well, coming what's <laughs> they, they uh, throw curves at you uh, <laughs> the good news is it's always there's always blooms coming yeah out. always up and coming that's that red's pretty okay I got a note from Georgetown Okay. About Pride or Barbados? Hmm. <laughs> the big question now is... It's colder there. Huh? It's colder there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the big uh, deal now is people wanting to save the seed and... Oh, yeah. You've got that a lot. Because the seed, the, you, the pods are drying now. Do you have an article on the, on that website you do? I don't think so. I think you should. Then you can direct everybody to that. There you go. Thank you, Trey. <laughs> uh, anyway. I wouldn't be surprised if you had one in the archives. I, I thought there was one. Yeah. You want me to look for one? Look up. Of course. Of course. he's looking, go ahead and tell us. 20 years there's potential there. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, he's wrote so many articles and he's forgotten. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. That's it's sad. True. She writes, Hello. Thank you, uh, Jessica. I have two large Pride of Barbados plants that I brought, bought at a garden store. They're about five feet tall. My backyard gets morning and afternoon sun facing east. Facing east. And my front yard gets about four to five hours of sunlight faces west. Yeah, she ain't got much light. Where do you recommend planting? Do I plant them close together or separate? Like plant each like she wrote it like L I K E. How old do you think this kid is? Uh anyway, like plant each one in a separate corner of my backyard. Thanks a million in caps, followed by an explanation mark. So uh like Trace mentioned she's in Georgetown, 
And always remember that Pride of Barbados is a tropical. Where is it from, Milton? Bulgaria. Uh, that's right. Okay, good. Brazil. Uh, <laughs> or Barbados. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm worried. I don't know what condition that plant is that she bought. Uh, it may be toward the end of its bloom cycle. And uh, all the way up in Georgetown, there's a good possibility that it may freeze to the ground this winter. And it's a good possibility it won't come back. But I don't have it in my heart to tell this poor lady. Would you like to know the, the answer? The answer? Yeah. Uh, tell her to put it in a bigger it. pot. Yeah. And bring it in when it gets cold. And then if you really want to be facetious, you could tell her in the morning, have it in the backyard. Uh. And in the <laughs> afternoon, carry it over to the front. Then it would really be in the sun all day, where it ought to be. Or put it on a lawnmower body, huh? Yeah, oh, that works, too. <laughs> one, one of those remote control ones. So yeah. You, just, yeah. you do it off your phone from work. Beep. Yeah. It just moves to the backyard. That'd be fun. I saw a mailbox like that. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's weird. It was interesting. But anyway, I guess I'll ride her back. It's on like a track. Why would you need the mailbox to move? I, I'm assuming the person couldn't walk. Oh, so it's coming in the house after the mail's coming to their porch. Okay. And then they could send it right back out. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. It would be fun to have it, it was, so it would move when the mailman came, a man, mail person came. You're going to stop getting any mail so at you all. Could, you could get it. You know, that's probably a federal offense. Yeah, uh, probably is. <laughs> you could get them ch chasing that mailbox. The FBI is coming street. for you right now. You get some more certifications. Or yes, get some more citations. Citations. <laughs> <laughs> His wall would be full. <laughs> I, I, I would guess that uh, the citations from the U.S. Post Service is a little stricter than the ones from the San Antonio Water System. I don't know. I bet they'd get the FBI involved. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. You, uh, you and Mark your Peterson versus the FBI. Uh, <laughs> so when Mark comes on, we'll have to ask Mark how's, how's it going. Because I know Mark is doing some of the citating citations. Hey, did we figure out when the, that uh, SAWS program is that we talked about yesterday? Which one? The one where the given free plant and... Uh, <laughs> okay, let me look on the website. <laughs> I, think it was I thought it was next weekend. Oh, it's next week, you think? It's, it's close. Mark, it's pretty close. Mark was having a nice day driving down the road, and now he's like turning the car around <laughs> as fast as possible. <laughs> next week, i got to get over there. Okay. We only have a couple minutes for the break, and I'll... Uh, they uh, are looking through the sale I'll find that during the break. And Blue Plumbago is on sale. Number one, regularly eight ninety nine on sale for seven eighty eight. A three for twenty one dollars. Mm -hmm. we, we did that so you could do the math. <laughs> that, that's seven dollars. It, it is. We did it so you could do the math. Yeah. He did it. I appreciate that. <laughs> my my uh, math teacher would. Have what what happens if you buy four of them? Uh oh. They're all seven. It's still seven each. You still weren't, seven. You weren't supposed to help him. No. <laughs> I kind of remember that from yesterday. And they got the, you got, we haven't mentioned rosemary, both up, upright, and trailing. Did he ever answer what he was going to respond to that lady? Which one? The Mexican Bird of Paradise. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I haven't. 
Oh, I don't know. He was gonna he's gonna write and <laughs> tell her tell her the uh, yeah all, all the the ideas. choices and which are and there is some good information on plan answers. Uh, there's a three or four different columns, if you will. Okay. On, on Pride of Barbados. Any of them on seed collection? No. Well, I, I didn't get to read them all. Well, <laughs> back in the old hmm. days, we did write about seed collection. Uh, I hear. Let me try something different. Both Jerry and I did, I think. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. Well, here we're something. running out of time here. So I hear something. What do you hear? A little music? Yeah. All right. That means we need to take a break. <laughs> Come back in just a second. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Do we want people to call us if they've grown Pride of Barbados from seeds? No. No. Okay, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of this show. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love it even more if you came by and visited with us in person. Got some nice compliments from people yesterday after they saw David. They came by, oh, listen to your show. That was nice. <laughs> we, we like that stuff. They say even said nice things about David. They did, or somebody else that was giving I, good information. I'm not yeah, sure. I, I begged them not to ever do that the, again. That, that, was, that David was David did. bending down behind them. Oh, is that right? Throwing his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I told uh. him don't ever do that, especially if David can hear. Oh, okay. We don't want him to get the big head. you got to keep him uh, you got humble. You Red yucca on sale in three Num- number three gallons <laughs> uh, for twenty four ninety nine on sale for nineteen eighty eight. But uh, is that a Texas superstar? I think at one point it was. Oh well, it it still is if it was but, once was. But I think I think, uh, I I think, David, I think David should look at that true red one. Yeah, that dwarf. Uh, Called brake lights. I think that'd be yeah, a, yeah. That's cute. Never, never know if he's listening, but that's uh, that would be a, a a good one for him. So it's redder than red yucca. Well, red yucca is like a coral. So oh, this okay. is truly red. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, Tends to stay like a foot shorter. Tolerates heat, drought, and poor soils, and is deer resistant. There. <laughs> You you want to protect it uh, when you first plant it because the deer think that's asparagus, so they'll yeah uh, that's what they they pull it up they pull it up out of the ground. But if you give it some protection once it gets established, I guess they realize it's a little too tough for them to u- uh, utilize. And of course, still got the gold star Esperanza. Mm-hmm. Uh, As no, blooming. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering if Gold Star blooms more in the fall than it does in the spring. 
you know, at Bloomsville all the time. But uh, that'd be a hard one to judge. Yeah, but uh, the ones, the the robes that they sold, and the original Esperanza that were sold on this market. Uh, one of them was, was referred to as cabbage head because it had big, big yeah that big bundles, powder puff of a, uh, of a bloom. bloom yeah and it came from uh, Laredo uh, Gentry's place. okay but uh, since it's Gold Star blooms all the time it'd be uh, since and since the natural blooming cycle for Esperanza is fall. I just wonder if it blooms more in the fall than it does in the spring. Because it's full bloom now, it's hard to judge. But anyway, uh, those of you who have uh, Gold Star, the true Gold Star Esperanza, you might give that a comparison. Spring versus fall, let us know. I can see somebody out there counting blooms right now. (laughs) (laughs) We need that report. Great for hummingbirds and butterfly gardens. And uh, Trace tells me that these these gold star esperanzas that he's purchased are from the original gold star esperanza stock from the same nursery that uh, that Greg Grant was working at when he discovered gold star esperanza. Oh, she got a desert rose. Huh? She got a desert rose. Oh, good. It's pretty. Yeah, I was looking at those um, uh, crepe myrtles as I was walking out, uh, and uh, there's a purple one there, and there's what is that, a five-gallon container? Three. Three-gallon container. Number okay. three. Number three, excuse me. Uh, and that, that's about probably big enough that I could dig a hole for, or used to could dig a hole for uh, three gallons, and uh, uh, they're full bloom now, and uh, I, th- I think uh, you, you you could probably go ahead and put those in the ground. I don't see why not. Yeah, right now. And let's see. Wait a minute. What? I was seeing if they're on he, sale. Well, he's he's then, look, he's talking about the number threes, but the sale is on the big yeah the ball yeah the big ones. Cash and carry if you can. Now twenty percent off. Well, we'll load it. <laughs> no, the big deal is that yeah, the, yeah. That if, I, if, I, I think very few people are going to take advantage of that. I you don't think? Gonna, I think it's going to be the planting. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the bigger part. That's a super deal because that that would normally be another two hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm do the delivery mm-hmm. and the actually more like two fifty. Planted. Well, and tell people what that is. <laughs> so uh, there's always exceptions, but the normal planting within 20 miles, no jackhammer, that kind of, no removing fences. Uh, so if it's a two ninety nine ninety nine Baldwin burlap, and you with you meet those stipulations, we will install it in the ground for free and guarantee it. And guarantee for it for how a long? year. For a, year. a year. Okay, that's good. Did you have a question? Did you want to come on the air with us? Okay, here you go. Grab that mic. You'll be on the air. I'll give this mic to Trace. Hello. Hello. Go ahead talk. You're on the air. Afternoon, gentlemen. Hey. A couple questions. I have, let's see, there's four Italian cypress, 20, 
20 plus years old and they're about 30, 40 feet in height. And the lower, I'd say 10, 15 feet, it's all dried and brittle. And I, I don't know what to do with them. They're in great, I want to keep them, but I, I don't know what to do with them. It's never coming back on the bottom. No. All right. Just trim it off. Cut uh, it off. Yeah, it's either yeah. either clean it up or uh, or cut it down and start over again. Okay. Um, the other question I had was uh, knockout roses and lupon holly bushes. Okay. I want to transplant them, and the lupon hollies I've been told don't really transplant well. They're so very it, mature. They're. So is it dwarf yopon or standard yopon? Uh, dwarf. Okay. And then the knockout roses uh, were just we have about half a dozen. We want to move those. Okay, the roses are going to be much more successful than the yopon, but you're going to need to wait for it to be much cooler. I'd probably be doing it like uh, late January, Gen- February, okay. right before growing cycle for it. Okay. How many yopons are there? Um, let's see. Six. Six? And they've been established for a long period of time? They have, yeah. So you need to envision the root system being at least as deep as the plant is tall. Oh, okay. And at least as wide as the plant is wide. And you need to get that intact. So it's better off staying right? Uh, my, my thought is leave them there and yeah. feed Yopon somewhere else, buy a few. It'll be, oh. It's a safer bet. Okay. Well, that's all, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Right. Thank okay. you. Thanks. Have you been watering? Thank your you for coming by. You in the drought? Oh man! Shame on you. No, they're not doing well. All right, y'all keep y'all can keep talking if you like. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Or like nice, this nice gentleman, you can come by and ask your gardening question in person. The, uh, we checked out the seed rack. Yes. And uh, loaded with uh, lots of pl- lots of fall vegetables there. I try, did, try to I, save you some steps, but <laughs> I uh, the uh, just a small number of turnips. Did I they, didn't find they, any rutabagas. I was gonna say that's, no. that's the only thing I didn't know if there was rutabagas. Did you have any any uh, seed of turnip greens? Nope, no, no seed. I didn't buy. I just I found uh, just a few seed packets of turnips. Okay, but then then the other plant, the beets, radishes, carrots, lettuce, uh, they're just ton- lots of different choices. Yeah, of those yeah. and lots of different p- packets. Uh, so I don't know what what you didn't happen to notice the varieties of carrots, did you? Is it Nantes? That's a short one. Yeah, they all, all, if you got a good raised bed, it seems to me they all work pretty well. Yeah. So, and the thing about carrots, as we've talked about quite a bit, is you can can start harvesting in the uh, winter, and then you can can continue just using the garden for a storage area and Mm -hmm. harvest late into the uh, spring. And uh, the quality s- stays pretty good. Beets, beets work pretty well too for that. And uh, so they got lots of tar- uh What am I thinking? Of? Radishes, right? Lots of radishes. Yeah. <laughs> See the the people the uh, the farmers used to use 
interplant radishes with their uh, with their uh, uh, broccolis and things like that in the fall because the soil has a tendency to crust over after if you get a rain after you seed and plant the seed and uh, that those radishes will come up first before the broccoli and will break the crust for the broccoli. Well, and I always think uh, the the radishes are are so much fun to grow if you've got grandchildren or t- kids or neighbors because they they come up so fast. Yeah, and you can harvest them. Of course, the kids don't usually want to eat them. But there they, you go. I'm, yeah. I'm with them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're so nice and crispy, though. <laughs> crispy and good. And uh, the deal is on radishes. Uh, if you want a sweet radish, you want to plant it late. Like, uh, let's see, what are we in, September now? Probably, uh, uh, ladies, you can plant them, maybe even in October. You can. Uh, so I thought you could do more than one wave of radishes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, every, every, every couple of weeks is not too often to plant them. And then if you if the taste doesn't suit you, the early ones, you just <laughs> pull them out and you, you just go with the next there you uh, go. The uh, next ba- they'll, batch. They'll turn sweeter as the temperatures, uh, especially night temperatures, get cool. And uh, for those of you that I know, just a, a number of uh, dedicated rutabaga. Yeah, uh, oh, here, yeah. You'll have to, you'll, you'll have to, you'll have to contact one of those uh, Internet seed companies. The good news is that almost everybody has it. So, Do you have uh, any particular variety that you like? A lot. Uh, n- no, you you don't have. Uh, <laughs> I don't worry about the choice too often. <laughs> I'm just wondering how many people he's speaking to. Yeah, uh, I think both the members are oh, yeah. uh, very excited. <laughs> to, one of them's here. Any, yeah, I know. Anybody from Ireland, from the Midwest? Let's see, where else would we have a rutabaga? Well, I guess England, Great Britain. England, Great Britain, maybe. yeah, yeah, uh, Germany. German. Yeah. Oh, yeah. German. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's a fun. That's not the one that's called Swedes, is it? Oh, yes, it is. Is it? Yeah. There you go, Jerry. Have you been eating these behind our back? No, I've been reading about them. Uh, they used to grow those for the prisoners. I think it's in England, and yeah. they were fed them a lot of rutabagas. Easy. Uh, they uh, can yeah. call Swedes because yeah, a lot of them are going to Sweden. New, nutritious. So they're very productive. Good uh, for you. Yeah. And they keep repeat offenders from coming back into yeah. the prison. Is that right? Yeah. If, if they say, I'll go straight if I don't have to eat Swedes. Any, any more rutabagas. Uh, <laughs> do you put butter with those? Or what, oh, yeah. What good well, uh, I, bacon grease? Or what do you well, do? I, I'm pretty happy with uh, boiled ch- chunks of them with yeah. with lots of nice butter in there. Yeah, there you go. But uh, I also like a little uh, pepper, some peppers in there, and uh, uh, some. Uh, gosh, <laughs> what kind of what kind of meat do we we usually hamburger put? meat? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sirloin steak? No, there was uh, there, there's some that we would almost anything will. Yeah, we'll yeah. work in there, but we'll, uh, we'll beat the taste of the sweets. 
They're good for you. They really make this good oh, yeah. Let me I'll look up their nutritional value. As, as you're eating those, trying to eat look, those. Yeah, look at the carbohydrate value in there. That's not, Okay. You, uh, if you got a diet, that's, that's probably a good uh, vegetable for a diet. You know, I think that's not, a, not my diet. Total <laughs> carbohydrates uh, per rutabaga, 33 grams. All right. Yeah, that would be that's me right out of mine. Well, I, right? I can only have 40 a lot of potassium, a, a lot of vitamin C. Goodness, 160% of your vitamin C. B6, some iron, magnesium. That, that iron must be what you're tasting when you're eating. That's, is that the same as roughage? It's like <laughs> eating iron. Let's see what the fiber is. <laughs> where, the, where is they don't have any? They don't have fiber listed. Do they make nails from rutabaga? rutabaga? I don't know. Y'all are... Y'all are going to get us calls from the rutabaga people. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll do my best to keep the rutabaga club off of you guys. Back. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nine, I'll, I'll nine tell, grams. I'll tell them that you guys are just teasing that you're. Per they, serving, they it looks like it. nine grams of di- dietary fiber. That's a lot. That's more than a third of your. Well, that would take away nine I would feel you carbs. Um, yeah. Oh, that's right. Still too much for me. All right. We have a man who's got a question, and we have to take a break. So we're going to be back in a moment. You're listening to What's that funny hat? Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer: 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on. Uh, as I'm looking over the sale items for this week, am I in it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first sale item is Asian jasmine ground covers. Uh, uh, you choose dwarf monkey grass, mm-hmm. Asian jasmine, laropi, La <laughs> ivy, and more. Four-inch pot was regularly a dollar ninety-nine. Maybe. That's almost two dollars. That's almost but two dollars. Not. But they're on sale for twenty or more for a dollar eighty. 180 or 180? 180. Okay. 20 or more. 180 each. Yeah, right. I don't think he's selling no, 20 he's a dollar. Maybe we could put that out there. <laughs> Let Trace out on a customer. But anyway, uh, you might want to think about it. Looking, I had a large planting of Asian jasmine. Uh, and it it came through the first hard freeze we had, because it was running in the trees. I mean, it was in the tree. It had been there thirty years, 
and it was in the trees, and I always enjoyed the spring bloom. It had a jasmine uh, fragrance, the, the one that's, that were climbing in the spring. It's killer. A whole neighborhood enjoyed it. But uh, that freeze, I guess, I guess it must have been the second one. Uh, took them out of, took it out of the trees and off the fences and everywhere where it was exposed. So uh, it's 98% brown all, to the top of the trees and on the fences and everything else. So I'm thinking it's not coming back. I don't think it's coming back. So this would, if you want to replant your Asian jasmine, which is very easy to grow, uh, fall is the best time to plant it. Uh, now is the best time to plant it so it can establish a root system uh, till uh, during the winter when it's, uh, hopefully will get more rain and uh, take off in the f spring. So uh, now's the time to get them. Uh, what like was the price? 20, 20 plants of a dollar eighty each. If you buy twenty, dollar eighty each. If you buy them singularly, they're uh, they they're four inch pots. So thirty six bucks for yeah 20. yeah. And if you bought them singularly, they'd be two dollars basically. A piece. So, uh, well, that's, that four-inch pots really makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. Because you can plant, you can uh, have them a foot or a foot and a half apart, and get them if the season cooperates, the weather cooperates. You could get a fill-in in a season. Yeah. Remember, yeah. Jerry, when we were all trying with the rooted cuttings, mm -hmm. those little teeny containers, and we were trying uh, to get. It took us quite often to cook us two. Yeah, two growing seasons to get them to fill Peat in pots, a lot. and you had to fight the weeds, weeds all the time, yeah. grass and everything. Yeah. Gosh, and that that was that was one of the places too. The whether we've been talking about the killing the the grass or or other weeds uh, with uh, glyphosate, yeah. yeah, and planting directly into the killed grass, right? Then. It addresses that weed problem, too. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's something you might want to think about. Now, I haven't had uh, heard, I don't have any and have not heard any reports on ivy. English ivy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. now, most of the time, it's ivy is under trees and next to the house. So it may, may have got some protection except for those uh, exposed plants. Yeah, we used to promote it quite a bit, but uh, we had problem with dieback and uh, yeah, fungus disease. Yeah, getting an old established, <laughs> and you you want to talk to somebody upset? Go, go old niners that have established ivies for twenty, thirty years, probably under the trees and beautiful in their front yard. Have it start dying in spots. Now, what about the uh, 
deer in the in the ivy. Uh, you know, I told a story of of the deer coming in when my Asian jazz tried to sprout back. Uh huh. Get a new growth. Yeah, yeah, they'd eat that new growth. They loved yeah. that new growth. Yeah, we had a we had a homeowner close relatively close to me that went through the same thing. Yeah. I was, uh, in fact, I was kind of optimistic that they were going to be successful. <laughs> uh, but they 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 went through heck trying to keep that stuff alive with the Yeah. The new sprouts were very susceptible. <laughs> well, I was I was uh excited about him eating the tips off cuz I would cause yeah. the jasmine to re- uh form more sprouts. Yeah. And uh but after that occurred, we must have had another freeze, which finished it off. But the deer didn't finish it off. Okay. And uh, they quit eating it after a while. But uh, it sure took it out of my trees. It was pretty. Uh, another plant that uh, it's often overlooked uh, that uh, really pretty at this time of year is croton. Uh, Croton's Petra, Petra, and they're it's, they're beautiful plants, and they're you can add an exciting touch of blazing fall color to decorate home and patio with. Uh, six inch pots regularly sixteen ninety nine on sale for twelve eighty eight or two for twenty dollars. That's $10 a piece. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a pistol on this stuff. You are getting good. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so that's a pretty good saving. And uh, the reason we don't have a lot of protons established in landscape is that they're very cold sensitive. Okay, so, so, so you them use them for Thanksgiving or something. They usually don't get very tall. But you use them for Thanksgiving and Halloween, and they're beautiful colors. Uh, and then when it turns cold, I'm probably below 45 degrees since they're tropical. Uh, you put them in a garage or put them somewhere that they won't reach that freezing temperature. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> when I went to Panama... Uh, I was just knocked out by the Croton hedges that they had down there. Uh, do they have it in South Africa, too, Croton yeah, hedges? Yeah, I was trying to remember where the, the, that uh, South Africa wasn't where I was most impressed with them, but I can't remember. Uh, yeah, they're pretty. Where where it was. <laughs> and I, I was traveling with Joe Bradbury, the, one of the founders of this nursery. And uh, Joe worked in a banana plantation down there. Hmm. And uh, so he knew a, a lot about the area. And he said, you know what controls the height of those crotons? The, the height of your yard keeper. Because they use a clipper and hedge them. And they hedge them at waist high. Oh. <laughs> so if you have a tall groundskeeper, yeah. you're going to have tall crotons. Short, short, short crotons. 
Makes sense. Sure. <laughs> May have been New Guinea, too, where they use a lot. Virginia? New Guinea. Oh, New Guinea. <laughs> I was thinking of that. But anyway, uh, yeah, they, but they're tropical down there. And they, they, people just, they're spectacular. I, I, I was probably the only turisto that was out there taking pictures of the hedges because they were so pretty. But we can't do that here. We shouldn't do that here. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. No. Uh, let's see. I think that about covers the bail, sign, the sale item. Bail <laughs> item. And we talked about talked about more of those pots uh, that are for sale. And uh, that's still probably the cheapest thing on the nursery, the yeah. best buy in the nursery. That's a great deal. Excuse me. Say that again, I, Milton. I can't. What did you say, Milton? It was a great deal. Uh, <laughs> I swallowed some water. You're all, your face is all I red. Bet, yeah. uh, <laughs> I was choking. Give us a phone call uh, number, Milton. 210-308-8867. That's good. That's better. I yeah, always have to, if he choke, he's choking, he really does a good job. <laughs> um, let's see. And then, uh, on uh, things to do at this time of the year, it says uh, plant fall flowering perennials, including mums. Mums, the word, Matthew. Uh, Mexican marigolds. Now those those things are. I th- I'm pretty sure they're used as an herb. In other words, uh, and uh, I I know the deer won't touch them. Yeah, because no. they're so. Uh, uh, what's the what's the word? Oh, odiferous or they're potent? They're potent. Yeah, they they stink. Yeah. <laughs> but they, uh, but they have a marigold-like flower. Yeah, they're very nice. Very nice flower. Made really showy. Uh, the pollinators all like them. Hummingbirds mm-hmm. for sure. And I've told a story that uh, uh, it's called Mexican mint marigold, and uh, it was one of the first. Uh, flowers that they tried to promote, native flowers that they tried to promote. Well, when Lynn Lowry was working for Lone Star Growers, and uh, couldn't sell them, couldn't sell them because they didn't realize <laughs> that they were an herb first, and that they uh, mainly bloom in the fall. Yeah, for a short period. Yeah, well, la- even later than fall asters. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But one. they're pretty. Yeah, one right after. And like I can say the deer won't touch them. All right, we got James on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, James, welcome to the show today. What's going on? Well, uh, my uh, ex-wife tore down my hedges. I had a well-established head in the front yard, hedge in the front yard. And uh, I saw these knockout roses at the, our local Walmart. I just, you know, I just wonder how practical they are for to, to replace a hedge. Oh yeah, they're pretty. As what kind of hedge? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know the variety of the hedge that I that I uh, that I had dug up, but it's probably about uh, 15 feet of it, and uh, it was well established. It's 
this little, very common edge that you see all over the all over the neighborhood. Huh? Did you you dug them up now? Let recently? Yep, He's trying to kill them. Oh, you're trying uh, to kill. Them? Kill them? He, he wants to get rid of them. Oh, because oh, but they are relatively easy to transplant, but they transplant easier a little later. Yeah. Okay. But if you don't care about keeping them alive. Yeah. Well, you. Well, I was going to say you might be, if you're careful with them and water them and you got fairly good soil, you might keep them all alive now, but certainly easier later in the season. Yeah. About how? What part of the season is In the fall? Yeah, yeah or even the, um, let's see, November. Yeah. December, yeah. And cut them, cut them back probably in half to reduce to reduce the top part. I see. Okay. Yeah, they they yeah that that is a they're a pain if you got more than more oh, that yeah. much top up there. <laughs> that much what? Oh, I was just that much top. I was just thinking of uh, trying to transplant them without cutting them back. Yeah. Yeah. You know oh, all I those. Top. All right. Yeah, all those thorns and. Uh, uh, all mm-hmm. that foliage up there. Yeah. But the good mm-hmm. news is they uh, they prune easy. But they do have a lot of thorns, huh? Well, they, well compare, they've got enough thorns that you're going to get cut up if you don't, or you're not careful, but they're not, they're not the most savage rows that you're okay. going to be dealing with. And do they run pretty high in price? Do they what? What's that Are they expensive? Are they expensive? Are they expensive? Uh, I don't. Knockouts? I never. I never think of them as expensive as they're. They're pretty reasonable as roses. Yeah. You want? Okay. Uh, my favorite's a double red. It's pretty. Okay. Yeah, I think, and that may be even what they have at Walmart that he saw. Yeah. Because be. yeah, you see them around town in tough conditions. I mean. Like I've said before, they have them. I see them at like make drive-throughs for uh, fast food restaurants or on you know. Oh yeah. People's uh, with the area between the sidewalk and the street, and yeah, there. Oh yeah, they're tough. All righty. Okay, appreciate the info. Thanks a lot. Thank you, James. Bye. Right, we'll take a quick break. Come back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. 210 308 8867. Hey, I, I promised I'd give you more. Uh, we were talking about the San Antonio water system and uh, so stage two restrictions that we're in right now. So let me give you some of the uh, rules and regs here so you don't make a mistake and get fined. And they are giving out fines, and there's not a warning. There's, it's you know, not a first-time thing. Uh, it is you can get a fine right now. they give you the citation the first time? The first time they'll give you the citation. All right. For you, special. They'll come right. Do they frame it? or No, 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 no. You have to frame it yourself. Okay. And then you have to pay it. 
Uh, that, that's that's what people object to. They don't mind getting it. It's the paying it they don't like. Well, I don't mind getting a citation. Okay, so here we go. As long as I can uh, landscape watering with irrigation system is allowed once a week from 7A to 7 to 11A and 7 to 11P on your designated watering days, which you'll find at saws.org. Uh, watering with drip irrigation or a five-gallon bucket is permitted any day between 7 to 11 a.m. and 7 to 11 p.m. Uh, let's see. There's a watering with this was where it came up with Trace was talking. Watering with a handheld hose is allowed any time on any day. So you want to get the rules. So you want to be prepared. You want to do the right thing. Go to saws.org forward slash stage two. Use the number two. Uh, at saws.org forward slash stage and the number two. Uh, we'll get you there and give you all the instructions. So uh, avoid those fines and be a good uh, water steward, if you will, uh, by doing the right thing. Okay, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I'm yeah. just reading to see... Uh, we we mentioned the fact that the we'll be oh, getting, getting some more snap snapdragons in. Uh, we also calendula and di- dianthus and uh, what else, Jerry? Uh, petunias, lots of. Oh yeah, there's petunias out there. Quite yeah. a few petun- yeah. petunias. Uh, they do well this uh, soon in this kind of weather. <laughs> well, the the, and I, the neat thing about petunias is uh, they'll overwinter. They're, they're right, if we have a pretty good hard freeze, they'll look like hell and quit blooming. I've got I've got one plant that's still going strong there. Petunia? Yeah. Well, mo- most of the rest of them, well, I don't I don't have don't have any doubt that they're they're hidden in, and they'll yeah. be coming out. Yeah. But the the one that's continuing to to bloom has got the uh, real uh, intent the small but intense violet flowers. Is that VIP? Seems to be. Yeah, it's got it's got it's a rich, yeah, uh, rich color. Look, look at the pollen on the inside of the flower, and see if it's blue. Blue? It'll be blue, beautiful blue. If it's VIP or a VIP offspring. Hey, um, let's just say for a moment that I got one of those nice. Uh, Saws uh, water gauges that we saw yesterday. Yeah. Where do you put it so to get an accurate reading? You put it where there's nothing above it. Okay, so no tree, no, yeah. no roof. Okay. Yeah, and you, you you put it in a place where the wind is. Uh, oh. Not a factor because uh, that really that kind of messes it up. Uh, and you put it where it's easy for you to read. Okay. Um, hmm. And where you're not going to, or nobody else or your pets are not going to break it down. <laughs> I'll okay. Out of it. <laughs> yeah. But the, the the main the main thing is people put them in places where they got where there's interference. Yeah, I was thinking too, and then Al pointed out. Uh, like under, you don't want to have it under the eave of the house. Oh no! Because then you you won't get an accurate reading. They don't they don't they don't wear out very fast if you don't let any water in them. But well, no, because the water's coming off the eave, oh, so it's oh. concentrated. So that was his thing. 
Okay, good. Actually, they, actually, they do wear out just as fast because well. they, because if they, uh, the weather works on them if there, there's no water in them. Mike is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Mike, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'll give you all the opportunity for an ad. I'm wondering when the fruit trees will start arriving at the nurseries. Well, some of them <laughs> have arrived. Of, yeah, some of them have. Uh, I was trying. To, let's see. What have we seen? Uh, let's see. Uh, blackberries. Yeah, I've been checking on the blackberries every day. And um, I'm trying to think. They, of, uh, there's. They've been on sale for a long time. Yeah, yeah they just had some on on sale for a while. And there, and Labor there, Day. Yeah, and there's a. I think a few peaches and plums and apples. Um, and let's see. They may even have fruit on them. What you looking for? Peaches, especially peaches. Yeah, they'll they'll be more coming in, but uh, uh, they got they got some peaches. The big shipment comes in in January. Yeah, that's when you. You should used to. <laughs> yeah, you you uh, might want. Uh, I was think I was thinking if we had a little more time, I'd go check and see what we what varieties are here. But you might want to call the uh, officer and find out what the. Yeah, what what they have in terms of the peaches. Well, the cool thing too is if they have it, great. And if they don't, you can get on their wish list, and uh, they'll call you when it comes in. Do you know what variety you're, you're looking for? Well, uh, I've got a La Feliciana right now that I'm real happy with. I've had them in the past, and uh, that's I'd like another one. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, and uh, Texas, I mean, uh, Florida King <laughs> is uh, one of my favorite. I think one of Jerry's favorites, too. Oh, yeah. And I still like June Gold. I have to admit that it has not performed as well here as it uh, did in East Texas for me. But uh, uh, June Gold is a, a, a pretty high-quality peach and a, a fast maturing in the spring, but not, not as fast as Florida King. Not as yeah. high quality as Florida yeah. King, yeah, or or La Fluenciana for sure, yeah. Yeah. Both of, all three of those are uh, relatively low chill, so they they deal with our uh, warm winters pretty well. Yeah, you know when June Gold first came out, I'm sure you and I can remember when that was. You know, it came out with May Gold and June Gold, Spring Gold, Spring Gold. There you go. But I don't remember June Gold, which always was the top of the line. I don't remember it having that splitting problem that it now has now. You know, where the seed yeah splits. It had it, but but the the numbers didn't detract as um, from the much. Good not, yeah, early it, it was yeah, it was worthwhile because it was a large fruit and. Uh, Enough of them were in good shape that yeah. you put up with, it. and people people would buy it, uh, the split ones at the uh, roadside stands. Oh, okay. So you do remember that it oh, did gosh, split? Oh yeah. gosh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just remember the good parts of yeah. the. <laughs> Does that help you, Mike? Do you have yeah, the? Yeah, pretty uh, much. You have the number for the nursery here for that uh, for the offices, or just for the, well, the this, main number? Yeah. 
this will cut your heart out, but I live too far away to go up there. It'd be like a 100-mile round trip for me to go up to where y'all are at. Oh, my gosh. So I'll have to look local. Okay. Are you out of Austin or where? Oh, no, no. I'm down uh, close to Poteet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, they, if, if they're like Millburgers, they're, they're getting deliveries now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay, well, I appreciate it. Sure, Mike. Thanks for calling. Good luck, Mike. All right, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, I was looking through the, what to do this week. Uh, and uh, they say t- it's time to plant blue bonnets. Ooh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Seeds. If you seeds, yeah, seeds. Yeah. Acid scarified seeds. So it'll say that on the package. This, this is in Neil Spears' idea. Right. Uh, guess who started that? Now? Greg Grant. <laughs> Close. Yeah. You? Yeah. But uh, uh, I never forget we when we figured out uh, that was the best way to get them to germinate fast, so we could grow transplants. And. Uh, the, uh, of course, uh, if if they don't come up with an idea, some people like to poo-poo any new ideas, and so, so who the, would do that? Uh, <laughs> the uh, some of the wildflower people were saying that to treat the seed with acid uh, to get them to germinate hurts the seed it would hurt the seed and you shouldn't hurt blue bonnet seed how would it hurt the seed or just uh, did, you just put it in acid melted okay. you, you hear them screaming down do there. seeds have feelings yeah okay, I guess I so according to these people <laughs> and it, it's time to plant acid scarified seed and all of which for, come from uh Wild seed farms and who else are are acid scarified. Well, you can get that. You can get the seed mixes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oklahoma, Texas is a a good uh, mix. That's and right. um, what I like about those mixes is you you always got something that's yeah. coming in, and it might be different every year because of the weather we are <laughs> faced with. Yeah, John Thomas always says, "Plant your little mixes." And plant them in a in a container that you can watch them come up, because people planting wildflower seed don't know what the wildflower seed looks uh, plant oh, looks that's like. Oh, smart. Yeah. And so John says, plant them in a smaller container, you know, like a a gallon container with a potting mix, then. and so you can compare your planting in the pot. To the planting and planting in the yard. Yard. Yeah, and you and I remember John said, just like you're feeding the chickens. There you go. You remember that. I do. <laughs> well, the blue bonnets re- relatively easy to recognize, but yeah. not all of them are. No. <laughs> uh, and it says, uh, plant the wildflower seeds into gently prepared. You want to be pre- gently with, with mm-hmm. this, because remember they have feelings. Yeah, prepared garden soil. Do not plant where the wildflowers will have to compete with 
turf grass. Well, yeah, Jerry, that's anywhere in my yard, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> so if you got bare ground, go to it. Or uh, if you want, if you have a Bermuda grass lawn, uh, we talked about uh, overseeding uh, blue bonnets in Bermuda grass because Bermuda grass goes dormant about the time the blue gr- oh. blue bonnets are supposed to be coming up, and it blue bon- the <laughs> the uh, uh, blue bon- the blue bonnets are gone by the time the Bermuda grass starts growing in the spring. So around Bermuda grass is okay, especially if they're kind of if the if the Bermuda grass has thinned out. Now, if you did transplants last year and you let them go to seed, when would you start seeing whether the seed came up or not? Whether, uh, like I said, uh, I talked to the growers of wild seed. And they have already seen some germinating really? over toward Eagle Lake. Okay. So it's it has to do with water. Oh. You know. Okay. They they fell on the ground, soil, and they're probably right under the surface of the soil, and they're waiting for uh, moisture to germinate. Now that's. Uh, well, obviously, all wildflower seed are not uh, treated with uh, for scarification or sulfuric acid. So uh, nature has scarified them uh, with over time. So the plants you see coming up now is a very small, very, very small percentage of the seed that are actually in place. So, uh, you know, they may, they may okay. come up after the first heavy rain, and then they may come up a little bit later, too. Some more seed may come up later, too. Okay. The best, the best planting we had of uh, Ladybird Royal Blue occurred last year at at a place that was not planted. They just came up huh. volunteer from the uh, uh, last year's seed. That's cool. All right, listen, well, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al, doing a great job. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> we choke you up, don't I we? I know. Or did Al. And thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll uh, meet you back here next week here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bolverde Road. And you're we'll, still alive. You can, I know. I hope I am. And well, <laughs> you can join us at 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. <laughs> The explosive new documentary, Flynn, 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.